So how do you identify that niche? So one framework you can use, one that I have used is this who, who, how, where approach. It is time for Build That Podcast, where we will discuss how you can use a podcast to grow your business and expand your influence. I'm your host, Eric Rutherford. Let me encourage you to sign up for the 200, 200 words to move you forward with marketing and podcasting delivered right to your inbox each Tuesday. Sign up for it at buildthatpodcast.com forward slash the 200. I'll also put it in the show notes. Now, let's jump into today's episode. When starting a podcast, it's important to focus on a specific niche in order to differentiate yourself from the many other podcasts that are out there. This is still true even if you're using your podcast uh, in conjunction with an existing business. So how do you identify that niche? So one framework you can use, one that I have used, is this who, who, how, where approach. Now, it sounds weird, I know, but it works not only for podcasts, but for other businesses. So let's kind of run through this. So the first who is the most obvious. It's your target audience. So whether you're a bakery or an accountant, you're trying to serve somebody. It's important to be specific here. If you try to say that your customer is everyone, well, you'll end up appealing to no one. Uh, Let's talk about the bakery, for example. The first who might be people in the local community who you know like baked goods or donuts like me. Uh, and accountants, first who might be people who need help with their taxes or their bookkeeping. However, you can't stop at the first two. That's just not detailed enough. Too broad of a customer base. You need to identify a more specific subset of that audience. That's where the second who comes in. You know, for the bakery, this might be people who buy baked goods on their morning commute. Uh, okay, donuts for breakfast. For, forgive me, I'm a donut guy. Or people who buy birthday cakes. Okay, guilty again. For the accountant, it could be small business owners who want to outsource their bookkeeping. Uh, you know, just by identifying the second who, you can hone in on a more specific and targeted audience. You can even go one step further and do a third who. Just another level down that hierarchy and can be helpful. Once you've identified your who and the subset therein, now you move on to the how. So the how, do you serve this sub-niche? Do you offer delivery? Do you provide support or coaching for their business, for their personal needs? Is it a do-for-you type of service? Or do you provide instructions and let the customer do it themselves? You know, by answering these types of questions, you can better tailor your product or service to the needs and desires of your target audience. Finally, there's the where. Where do you serve this sub-niche, this customer group? Is it an online service? Or do you need to be physically present in a certain location? So by using this who, who, how, and where framework, you can identify a specific niche that allows you to differentiate yourself and really create a product, a podcast that truly resonates with your target audience. Let's look at a few examples. I've got three, maybe four. So first example is this pizza joint in Manisti, Michigan. I think I pronounced Manisti right, uh, called Big Owls. So we traveled through Northern Michigan last summer and found this pizza oasis in the midst of Pines and countryside. It's a single store mom and pop kind of local pizza place that everyone in the area loves. I think they've been in business for like 40 years or something. Anyway, 
We ate there a couple of times during our travels, and the pizza was excellent both times. It is on my list of places to visit if we're ever in that area again. And besides pizza, I liked how Big Al's serve their niche. Manisti is a town of about 6,200 people, according to Wikipedia. They haven't franchised this location. They haven't tried to build everywhere. Uh, they've expanded their menu, but really, it's primarily a pizza place. There's a certain feel to the place, which is neat, but definitely wouldn't suit everybody, and it's not a cookie cutter. Like I say, they've been in business for decades in a world where 90% of businesses fail, and like you're one and another 90% in the first five years. So they are definitely serving a niche there. Here in Murfreesboro, which is just outside Nashville, Tennessee, uh, there's a guy named Rodney who provides a pretty nifty service. He'll haul away your old appliances for you. Now, like refrigerators, washers and dryers, and he ends up scrapping the metal and getting money for that. Uh, I had to pay a fee uh, because he had to deal with with the Freon in, in my old freezer. I had a stand-up freezer that just died on me and it wouldn't keep anything cold. So we had to do the tag. But anyway, I, I found him through a simple web search. He had a basic website, no flashy pictures, no designs. You could just clearly see his name, what he did, his phone number. And, and that's how I found him. And honestly, that's all I needed to know. So Rodney showed up on time, was friendly, professional, took care of everything. That's a niche service, right? That is something in geographically restricted in terms of our county. In terms of the how, he hauls it off. In terms of the who, who and who, it's the same type of thing. Uh, Rodney did a great job. A third example. This is a podcast example, which I thought was fascinating because this is definitely can be applied to podcasting. So the Casual Birder podcast has identified a, a specific niche of people who enjoy bird watching and want to learn more about it. I ran across this just in doing some searches online and, and just saw the name and checked it out. And they've tailored their podcast to this audience by providing birding tips, uh, interviews with experts, stories from birders around the world. I know nothing about bird watching, but I found this to be fascinating. So Susie is the host. She shares, according to the website, the joy of watching wild birds from her garden visitors in Southern England to bird scene internationally. And you can learn how to identify species, notice their behaviors, and recognize songs and calls. So this is a niche podcast. This is serving an audience. As of uh, mid-February, they've had 119 episodes. So they're doing a lot of good stuff with that and serving a niche. So really, the big takeaway through all of this is think through the best way for your podcast to find a niche. You can always expand it. But try and go narrow and don't be afraid to adjust it as you go if you find it's not working. So even if you have a set business, you can niche down even within that, either to serve your customers with your podcast and serve people in a complementary market that might be running adjacent to yours. So lots of options. Thanks. Make sure to sign up for the 200 at buildthatpodcast.com forward slash the 200 and receive 200 words every Tuesday to move you forward with marketing and podcasting delivered right to your inbox. Lastly, if you have questions or comments, you can find me on LinkedIn at Eric Rutherford, DM me on Twitter at R4EJ, or email me at eric at straightforwardmg.com. Remember, use podcasts to grow your business and expand your influence.